Alright, I'm back. Now, um, it's unlikely you caught that last segment because I had to delete it and it's unlikely anybody heard it before. Uh, I deleted it but there's something weird going on with the app so um, good job I didn't record all of this in one go. Anyway, it's Sunday the 26th of November and it's uh, the afternoon coming into the evening time here and uh, it being Sunday is uh, means it's Sunday letters and today I want to talk to you about the apparent death of the local shopkeeper, local small business. Uh, and what got me going on this was uh, a place I paid a visit to this morning, up not far from me, uh, in a little village uh, called Blanchestown. But the the general area of Blanchestown has gone massive in the last, say, 20, 30 years. And uh, the the wonder and the beauty and the uh local nature of the place uh, has been removed um destroyed in my opinion and uh that's a shame and in today's sunday letters uh i want to talk about that a little bit and it's it's typical of a lot of uh small villages on the outskirts of what was dublin city so that um in the 1960s there began a urban an urban development and uh, housing estates were built all over the place and by and large they were a disaster and uh, they had a detrimental effect on the history and the culture of those local small villages and the businesses and what have you. Uh, anyway, um, today I talk about that a little bit. So, uh, coming up is Sunday Letters. Sunday Letters, the 26th of November 2017, the death of the local shopkeeper. I paid a visit to a local shopkeeper this morning. It's a fruit and veg place called Justin's in Blanchestown village on the west side of Dublin. A fairly rundown place on the main street. It's been there for years. It's a favourite with the minorities in Blanchestown and some locals. Uh, but today it was empty. The shop stocks a lot of obscure foods that can't be purchased readily anywhere else. And local restaurants buy there too. Uh, in this way they've carved a little niche for themselves in the face of stiff competition from big corporate food stores that seem to be everywhere these days. But people like you and me have chosen the convenience of the supermarket in the preference to the small local shopkeeper. In this pursuit of convenience, you could say that we are the authors of our own demise. Blanchestown village dates back to 1250, when the Blanchard family were awarded their estate by the governing British. You can find out a little more about it on askaboutireland.ie. The surrounding forest lands of the time were once inhabited by wolves and wild boar. The local gentry used them for hunting at the time, but things are different now. Like many historic townlands on the outskirts of Dublin, it fell foul to so-called progress of urban development which began in the 1960s. Now, many of the world's big technology firms have set up in Blanchardstown. The landscape which was at one time dense forest, has now become dense with commercial buildings. Maybe that has all come about because I've chosen to own a Mac and an iPhone. Kind of makes you think. Historically, significant towns like Blanchestown and Finglas have been subject to the decay brought about by the modern way of life, I feel. It's like we're killing ourselves from the inside out. Local councils seem not to take account of the importance of maintaining the integrity of these disappearing townlands. They seem okay with bulldozing what's been built by generations of local people for the sake of corporations. 
same for Greenland and wide expanse of open fields and forest lands. Well, would you blame them? After all, a boost to local tax income and jobs for the dependent and almost mentally castrated public will look good on their CV. I accept that things must move on and people as they are need jobs. However, our progress in the last 100 years in this area has been to me a regression. It's a destruction of something important to our culture. In my view, therefore, we've gone backwards. Anyway, I was saying, there's this guy that sits behind a counter in Justin's, and although he couldn't be any more than in his 50s to me, he does look older. He kind of looks out of place in this modern time of highly polished retail experience. The place was empty when I arrived. I was the only customer. Meanwhile, the cars were sitting in heavy traffic all along the main street, heading for the local shopping centre built around 1996. The dual carriageway was all, all also jammers with cars. In fact, I hadn't seen the traffic that heavy on the dual carriageway for a very long time. My wife tells me it's because the retailers in the shopping centre are holding Black Friday deals over the weekend. The local shopkeeper and I had a little small talk. He told me he was on the road at 6am this morning to do a pick-up in Wicklow, then drove back up to open up the shop. He told me how we watched the winter sun rise above the Wicklow Hills just before 7am and how beautiful he thought it was. I've witnessed scenes like that too on the road to South County Dublin. The sun is quite spectacular as it rises above the hills and mountains, especially when there's no clouds in the sky. As he spoke, I couldn't help but feel that this kind of place and the kind of experience I was having are in decline. Who's going to run this place after he's gone? Who will keep this run-down place going, or indeed think it worthwhile enough to maintain, I thought. It really is a run-down place. Very little has been done in the last 20 years, it seems to me. The paint is peeling off the front sign, the front yard is cluttered, the small car park is rough, and the general condition of the place doesn't seem very appealing. I can understand why, then, perhaps many local people favour the prettiness and convenience of the supermarkets. However, that said... The benefit of short conversation with the local shopkeeper is becoming increasingly absent in our modern life. People and businesses and the ideas that bear them come and go. The survival of those ideas are dependent on whether the rest of us resonate with them enough to keep them going. That's what a business is, an idea. And that idea constantly changes. The people in the business change, the stock on the shelves changes, even the buildings that house the business change sometimes completely. Behind all of that is an idea. If the idea falls out of favour with the general buying public, then it dies. When people stop noticing it, stop putting energy into it, then it disappears. Right now in our society, the masses are putting their energy into ideas that promise a simpler life. Ironically, in the pursuit of that simpler life, those ideas actually keep us from it. In the process, the most valuable things, like the small passing conversation with the local shopkeeper, are lost. Supermarkets are purely transactional places, with no time for conversation about the sunrise. It's a pity, really, but maybe there's a benefit in that somewhere, although sometimes it's hard to see it. I think humanity is on the cusp of a massive correction. What we see at a local societal level is a sure sign of that for me. We are passing by small local businesses. We prefer to sit in traffic with other drivers to avail of Black Friday deals than visit a local store. But what about work? 
What I originally intended to discuss here in Sunday Letters today was the relationship of my buying experience this morning in Justin's in Blanchardstown to work. But I went off on a tangent it seems, but no matter. However, I do want to highlight something before I wrap this up. There is a relationship in this decline of small local shops to the nature of how we work. In the same way that we flood through the front doors of global corporates to spend our wages, we flood through their back doors to earn those wages. Few of us want to start a small local enterprise. It's too much hassle. The incentive is not there. We seem to be inclined to think that we need others to give us a job. Our entire society is built on the premise that we must go through the assembly line of education and employment all the way to retirement and in the process fulfil our duty. All our lives we live with this idea of worthiness connected to the job we do. The unfortunate fact is that the majority of us have been completely sold on this bigger is better idea and we acted out almost unconsciously to our detriment and at the expense of the local shopkeeper. You could say that we're like the farmer in the story of the golden goose and like the farmer we won't know what we've got until it's gone. Maybe there's a way back or maybe we have some learning to do before we figure this out. Thanks for listening to Sunday Letters. I'm Larry G. McGuire. You can catch all my material at larrygmcguire.com, all my podcasts and uh, articles. I write there regularly, weekly, and um, in particular, I'd love you to check out The Artist Manifesto. You can grab a copy of it over at larrygmcguire.com forward slash manifesto or indeed on the homepage. And in that, I outline my entire creative philosophy for life and work. And I wrote it as a continued reminder for me about what's important and uh, maybe you'll get some value from it. Uh, Sunday Letters article is available at larrygmcguire.com right there on the homepage you'll get the, the latest article and this recording is a part of that. You'll get it on Anchor, you'll get it on iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play and all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening in today. Uh, I've been Larry G. McGuire and like I said you can catch all my stuff over at LarryGMcGuire.com. Uh, also, check out anchor.fm forward slash the larb. You can catch additional audio uh, contributions from other listeners and from other stations also that I share on, on there on that channel and uh, that don't actually make it into the podcast. So uh, that's it for the Daily Larb today. Thanks for listening in. I'll check you later on.